Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I was telling you about my idea for a theme park. Yeah, I think this is a... Uh... Because you said it would be like a real-life theme park? Well, let me tell you something. It's it's called market differentiation. Sure. Okay, where you have your theme parks that teach kids about feeling good about themselves and fantasy lands and all that other stuff. I want to teach kids about reality. I like that. That's my goal. That's a good so idea. So you have these rides, and it's all like the animatronic people, like at Disney World. You get in a little boat, slow-moving boat. It's in the dark. Mm-hmm. And one ride specifically talks about paying bills. Sure, And you okay. see two people sitting at a t- kitchen table paying bills, saying, I don't know how we can afford it this year. And then kids understand the value of a dollar because these two people talk about how they can't afford to pay for all their bratty kids and how they haven't had intimate time <laughs> in six months. There you go. Okay. So there you go. There's That's lesson one. number one in that yeah. ride. How about this? Here's another ride. You just had a hospital stay, but your insurance says you still owe $4,000 because you haven't gotten your deductible yet. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. That's an everyday problem that people are going to encounter at some point in their life. They think they, and, and the little animatronic guy is on the phone with his health insurance person saying, why do I even pay for this coverage? <laughs> And it's just like the animatronic I picture is like him reaching into his wallet to pull out his health insurance card, and then he puts it back in. Does and this just puts mean anything down. to you? <laughs> All right, there's there's another one. I just gave you two good, good rides. I like that. Two adult situations that kids are totally in the dark about. How about this? You come across the bend in your little dark boat in this ride, and it's two animatronic teenage kids sitting on the bed, and there's a pregnancy scare. How about oh. that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Absolutely. I thought you loved me, Jimmy. I'm just saying we should explore all our options, Betty, because it's Jimmy and Betty. Jimmy and Betty. Oh, then right. She's she's probably a little worried. That's an interesting one. You should call that instead of "It's a small world." They should call it "It's a real world." Exactly. And it's like just the little kids going, "It's a real world after all." And right. They, just, they keep singing that, and you're and on a little boat. And then you come across the bend. And you see another situation where two parents are distraught because mm-hmm. they just spent over $100,000 in college tuition and their daughter says that she's dropping out during her senior year to go to beauty school. <laughs> what did we pay all this for? <laughs> but I discovered my true calling. It's hair and makeup. That's fine! You owe me $100,000! And then they never speak to each other again. And that's the type of theme park that I want the kids to go to. That's the real world theme park. I don't think you need to build a theme park. It's just a ride at Disney World where they say, like, hey, kids, you're all having a good time. Let's not forget about how things could go. I've got a few to add to this ride. I think because that's a good start. How about one where the kids go into a, as they're going into the ride, there's a doctor who says, now, from here on out, you'll never be able to eat salt again. So avoid salt. Actually, at all you know costs. what? Let's take it a step further. All the food at the concession stands is designed to give you acid reflux. There you go. Because so the five year olds have no idea what that right. feels like, but you put a little chemical in there where everything right. they eat gives them acid reflux. Yes. Oh, I don't feel good. I got the heartburn. I can't eat this like I used to.
And then for the older kids, like the ones who are in college, you can have them like they can drink like a regular light beer. Only this will be like when you drink one at 45 and then all of a sudden the next morning you can't walk and you have a massive headache and you're late to work like that. Like because now they don't they drink a beer. They don't even think about it. But when you're 40, all of a sudden drinking's a little different or like they have at the Haunted Mansion, which I know you did not go in because you think it's scary. It's called. The it's haunted, not scary. It's, the it's for ma- little mansion. kids. But what they do in the haunted mansion is they t- they take you by this mirror. Yes, and they I've have heard they have a, they have a hologram of a ghost right. sitting with you in the car, and you're like, oh, there's a ghost with me. How about this? How about you bring like good looking teenagers in front of the same mirror, and they get to see their face with like crow's feet I around their eyes and dark circles and a receding hairline. How about that? You could see you could expand this to so many different areas. I'm thinking now of like kids who don't understand this. Like the first time you go to put like brakes on your car and you find out that the cost of putting brakes on your car is like 9,000 cookies. So like you show them like, see all these bags of cookies? This is what it would cost to get one set of brakes on your car. And you're just out of college and you don't have a real good job yet. And so you could just have like other examples of it costs, you know, 72 video games to get a set of brakes on your car. I think that would put things and in a little perspective And you can teach real them. life lessons. Like you can say, look. The guy at Jiffy Lube's going to want to change the air filter every single time. You do you don't let need him? him to, you don't no! need him to do that. No. No. An air filter is pointless and no one cares. Now don't I, See, they're going to argue and say, no, you have to do that. But you don't. How about this one? This would be like a scary ride. And I think everybody's had this happen at some point. Your boss comes to you at 1030 in the morning and says, hey, before you go tonight, uh, just stop in my office before you leave. I, I want to talk to you about something. Nothing. Nothing. Well, just come see me. And you're like... For the rest of the day, that pit in your stomach where you're going, oh, my gosh, am I getting fired? Oh, my gosh, am I getting fired? Oh, my gosh, am I getting fired? That, like, I don't know how you instill that in kids, but you need to give them that fear for, like, six hours. And then tell them to go do stuff, like make spreadsheets. Well, here's how you could do that. It may be a little cruel. When the ride starts, a professional-looking person in a white coat, who we assume to be a doctor, comes up to your parent. Mm -hmm. Right? You're a little kid. You're there with your parent. And the little professional guy in the white coat says... I have to talk to you after the ride's over about your test results. Now, the father's in on the <laughs> he joke. He knows what's going on, right? But I as see. the kid, you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen to my daddy? And the, the, the whole ride, they've got that yes, pit in their stomach. And then you're like, this is what it's like to work almost every day. This is what it feels like. And then the guy you're with the white coat is fired. at the end of the ride and he just points and laughs at you. And says, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. But right. you thought there was something, didn't you? Oh, I had a boss like that once at one of the, one of the places I worked. My boss said, oh, just come see me before you leave today, like, you know, half hour before you leave. And I, the whole day, thought, I'm like, what did I do? Did something happen? And then I get in there, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I wanted to show you a couple pictures from my vacation, which I can totally relate to. I just went on vacation. I've been showing people pictures. But the way he said it was not like, come see me. I want to show you something. They're, it's fun. The whole day, I was, like, freaking out that I was going to get fired. That's the worst. How about this? Final ride of the day. Final experience of the day. Okay. The ride is called... Put your parent in a nursing home. Mm, sure. You got to go through all, like, oh, we got to get you situated, mom. And then mom pretends like she doesn't know who she is for a little while. Right. And then and then the kid, you know, at some point has to have the moral dilemma of like, well, am no, I doing we are. the right thing? Right. Because it's not about like, you think you can take care of them, but I'll ultimately And mom just keeps yelling, to... I want to be at home. Right. And then you, you can't do it. That's a perfect day. <laughs> 
That'll get the kids a, ready for the. So then they'll be take. ready for it all. Oh, are you kidding me, though? Then you take them on that teacup ride, and they're like, this is heaven. This is the best ride ever, right? You got to break the kids down and then build them up. That's my philosophy. more. Exactly. T- actually, that ride should be like, before you even get to the theme park, it should just be out there like, stop and get gas and take the real life ride. And then you're like, they're, they're tired. They want to get out. You're like, hey, here's something to do for 10 minutes. They go through the real life ride. They come out and go, oh, my gosh, life is horrible. Then you take them into the theme park. They get cotton candy. They ride roller coasters. And they love you again. It's beautiful. I think we should try and make this a reality. How much money do you think we need? Probably a couple billion dollars. A couple billion? To make a, to make a ride? Well, a bunch of rides with all the animatronics and stuff. No, 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 no. We get no. We'll do one ride, and all these scenes are in it, and we get the guy who did "It's a Small World After All" to just come back and redo that. Because that now, if you've been through that in a while, if you've never been to that, or if it's been a while, it's just a bunch of wooden puppet. No, things. it still looks the same as I assume it did when they opened it. Like it's, I don't think they've changed anything. So that guy looks like he probably had a little time in shop class, and he made some of these dolls. Like just get him back. What about the people who work in the Small World ride? Well, they have to hear that song all day oh, long. I don't know how they Every do it. single day. Like, they have to wear earplugs, right? Either that or they just go home and drink bleach. How would they do it? Well, they, they, there's, a, there's a guy that stands over top of the boats as, they're, as you're leaving. You and couldn't they wave pay me you. enough money to do that. They wave at you as you leave. And, and that guy, that's all he does all day is listen to that song and smile and wave at little kids. How could you be normal after that? You couldn't be. You're like, you're you almost just, have, you have to get a hair, hearing impaired person to do that job because no one who could hear would ever do that job. I'm just saying, how do you walk out of that environment where you've been waving to children all day and hearing it's a small world, and then you have to go into, like, down there they have Publix. You have to walk in there, and then you have to, like, order a meat product from the butcher, right? It's just, you couldn't function in normal society because in your head that's all you hear is, it's a small world, and you've just been smiling. So you'd see a little kid walk by you. a pound of honey ham sh- shaved really thin. <laughs> it's almost like it's falling apart. And something triggers you. A little kid walks by and you just say, it's a small world, after all. You just start waving at him. A lot of uh, start throwing cucumbers at them. And let's be honest about it. It's a small road, that ride. It sucks. It sucks, and it's, I mean, it's a little stereotypical, is it not? I mean, it's kind of, like, it's going off some things from, like, back in the 60s and 70s where it's like, oh, yeah, that's what other people are like, and now it's like, eh, not really. That's kind of... So you believe that we need a more politically correct, it's a small world. I'm just saying it's kind of, it's a, it's a very dumbed-down version of a ride. I mean, I'm just saying you could, like... I think society's progressed a little bit since then, haven't they? I don't know what to tell you. A little creepy. How many times do you go on it? Just once. We, we Viv did like the ride, though. My oldest, that was her. Because she's a racist. Things, clearly. It's the, of, of all the things, that's the ride that she liked the most. Really? Yeah. You got to leave that kid. You got to leave her at the park. I thought about it. I honestly was all like. All the things she did at Disney, that was the thing she liked well, the most? The, no, no, no. Of all the rides. The things she liked the most. We, we basically went to Disney World to pay all this money, thousands of dollars to stay there. You know what we did? We stood in line to meet fake princesses. That's what we did. I mean. Well, next time, pay me a bunch of money and I'll just put on different dresses. I mean. She can run around and make meet me. Totally real princesses is what I meant to say completely real no because if she's listening right now this is her first little entrance into the reality theme park (laughs) they're fake princesses they're not real people i did find out i read an article about uh the disney princesses from a former disney princess huh like they read an article about like what they have to do okay they have these intensive tryouts they have to smile all the time. Well, can, I assume so. They can never not be smiling. They get paid like ten bucks an hour. 
And they have to, like, some of the costumes are, you know, very hot. And they have to stand out in, like, you know, the sun in Orlando in July. And they only get a few breaks a day. And they, I mean, they said, like, it's it's torture for a lot of these people. But they I, actually, I, I actually heard that, you know, they have the tunnels. Yes, they have tunnels underneath, underneath the Disney park, World right? where all these characters will walk. And I heard that it's very popular for all the characters to get together and have orgies. I didn't hear that. That's, that's what I heard. Absolute drunken orgies. I, I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel right about it. <laughs> one part of me wants to say, I hope that's true. And then one part of me says, I, I don't know. It was such a magical place. And if that's what's really going oh, on so there. magical. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's got a dark underbelly. I don't know if I like that. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.